All right, Bryony, the sheep markets are holding up pretty well, I'd have to say. Um, maybe not as spectacular as beef, but nonetheless been so good for so long. Are we in uh, line for anything different this year? Yeah, look, obviously we've seen some pretty favourable uh, conditions across the East Coast with La Nina coming through and um, the, the grass growing and plenty of feed around for the stocks there. So a lot of farmers looking to restock. This has uh, put an expectation from the MLA on a flock on the flock growing to 67.3 million this year. It's about a 5% growth from last year, but that was off the lowest base in over 100 years. So we're slowly creeping up there uh, on the east coast. Meanwhile, on the west coast, we're continuing to see destock happening with the drier conditions expected to continue. It's also expected that there was about 2 million sheep transported from WA over to eastern Australia last year, so quite significant movement of sheep there. Interestingly, the opening trade for restocker lamb was a whopping 319 cents higher in 2021 than um, where it was last year. So that uh, actually saw the restocker opening 89 cents above the trade compared to last year where the trade lamb indicator sat 64 cents above the price of the restocker. So very big change then and really reflects the demand from producers as opposed to the processors. This is similar to what we're seeing in beef, is it not, where you've got you know low flock numbers, um, strong markets and trying to rebuild, but we're confined by the season, but also, I guess, the price-taking that might be playing out with with farmers because whilst the restockers have got that real hunger, it's hard for a lot of farmers to go past the money in selling. Yeah, correct. And um, we're also seeing that there's potentially going to be a decline in the export value for lamb as well. Uh, ABES is expecting about a 9% drop there in the the value as well as or in line with a 9% drop in the export volume of sheep meat. And this is partly because of last year there being a somewhat inflated demand created in China from the African swine fever and they're now having to increase their pork over there uh, and their supplies so they're not looking to import the lamb as much as they were last year. So an open question to, to that. I mean, I figured that pork in the, the Chinese diet was at a much lower price point than what you'd typically see for Australian sheep meat or beef for that matter going into China. Do we think with the improving hog numbers that there is substitution with Australian product or or is it really about a, a GDP recovery in China that's still going to see demand hold reasonably well for sheep meat and, and cattle coming out of Australia? Absolutely correct. The Chinese pig herd is not only recovering, but recovering probably far faster than a lot of the world's uh, meat observers thought it would. And and it is absolutely true that this will impact uh, the consumption that China has been having of alternative red meats, whether it be our beef or, or other markets, whether it be our sheep or other markets as well. So there's definitely going to be that substitution going back with the availability of pork going back. 
One saving grace is that with two factors happening at the moment, one, that the Chinese consumer has had the chance to try Australian sheep meat and Australian uh, more Australian beef, and secondly, that with the rapid recovery in the uh, Chinese domestic economy, it means that uh, a lot of consumers will have more to spend and be uh, looking to uh, indulge themselves more. That may keep the demand for both of those higher than and it would have had the full recovery of pork just happened. So we're likely to see a reduction, but uh, not back down to levels where they were. With such strong demand for restocker sheep, Maddie, um, how are the merino sheep numbers holding up? Yeah, we have fairly low flock numbers for the Australia's wool clip um, at the moment, which is really constraining supply. And that is probably one of the factors which has fed into a really strong start for 2021 for most um, wool producers. Um, despite the fairly poor year we've had previously, we've kicked up about 135 cents um, in January alone um, on the um, Eastern Market Indicator. Um, and that's primarily come um, in the finer the finer microns. A lot of that's come out of demand from China um, and uh, there are rumours floating around of a, uh, a pending order from the Chinese government for new uh, uniforms, military uniforms, which would involve a large amount of uh, wool being shipped over to, to China. So that's that's been a really strong um, result so far um, for wool producers. But um, as I said, Keeping a lid on that uh, somewhat will be the lack of ability to grow our production quickly due to low flock numbers, as Bryony mentioned. Um, also a lack of shearer availability, as there seems to be not only because of COVID, but a general generational shift away from shearing as, as a career. Um, and also the overhanging factor, which many, many in the industry will be watching, will be that on amount of uh, bales being held on farm after the poor, year, poor prices last year, um, with some in the industry putting um, that stockpile at around 350,000 bales, which really could have a really significant, significant dampening on prices looking forward. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our February edition of our commodity update. Uh, I hope your season continues to be good wherever you are. And by all means, reach out to our team if you would like any more information on ANZ's offering and thoughts on our market. Goodbye for now. 